630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. If you're an old Star Trek fan, uh, as some of us are, uh, okay, me, uh, then you're, you're well familiar with Captain Jean-Luc Picard and his uh, standard order with the replicator. See? Well, gray, hot. Dale, okay, hot. Okay, uh, I got it. You got to break this Star Trek stuff down. No, for I'm me. not. What do you mean, break it down? But they have like, replicators, which are little boxes that the computer mm-hmm. creates whatever you want for food. And so Chewbacca comes and orders no, something. You just do that to poke <laughs> the bear, don't you? You're all Star Wars, Star Trek. You're same, both same. a marvelous and a horrible human being <laughs> all at the same time. It's a stunning ability. But you know what? Talking about 3D printing food, isn't that like an early version of a replicator? Yeah, I. I, I don't know. I don't know. I either. don't know much about it. I'm apparently I'm too excited about the prospect. I know. Well, I'm I'm digging into this, and it's it sounds interesting. It sounds mm-hmm. uh, when we're talking about meat, it sounds different, weird. Yeah, uh, I'm a little skeptical, but you know, it's early on, so we're going to find out more about 3D printing because there is a demonstration of the technology uh, happening tomorrow in Leduc, and so we have John Wolotko. He is uh, the associate professor in the Faculty of Agricultural Life and Environmental Scientists, uh, Science rather, at uh, the U of A. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. How are you? So you're you're going to 3D print food. Uh, uh, how far along is this technology? Well, I, I think you summed it up quite nicely. It's really an emerging technology. Um, and, and maybe for your listeners, you start off with, I think a lot of people are familiar with 3D printing already. And that's really the idea that you're going to create physical three-dimensional objects from a computer, right? And so the most common 3D printers that exist right now that most of your listeners might be familiar with are 3D plastic printers, for example. So these are really common with for hobbies and hobbyists and consumers and et cetera. And uh, 3D food printing is kind of a novel. It's, it's been you know in the research space for the last 10 years and over the last five years, it's just been booming. So, you know, as you stated, there are a lot of things that are happening, uh, maybe more on the practical side that we can talk about, and then what's happening in the forefront of of research, for example. All right. So what are you printing right now? Well, the most common, I would say, from a research perspective, you know, there's a lot of of types of, of foods that are being printed, but probably the most that are have already become commercial are confectionaries. So, you know, you're talking about chocolates, candies, bakeries. Um, So the idea of 3D printing and one of the advantages is you can create really intricate shapes. So if you want to create, uh, you know, special, special sort of chocolates or confectionaries that um, people will buy, then this is a great tool to use. Um, Some of the larger food companies have been using 3D food printing uh, for example, you know, it could be uh, a variety of things like purees or pastes or gels of food to create intricate 3D shapes, um, often used for prototyping. So if I'm a big food manufacturer, most of the rapid ways that you, you mass produce things are with molds or extruders. Um, but a 3D printer is a great way to test things out in the lab to see if you can get the shapes and and the necessary properties you need for your food before you sell it and make it. But at at at, at the moment, is is the raw material still food, or is it uh, you know proteins or molecules that are you know re- how how does that work? Or are you still using essentially what is food to create the shape of food? Yes. So. 
some of the technologies, and you can divide it kind of into um, the current state is typically uh, our 3D printer kind of extruder-based 3D, 3D printers. So in that case, you would put in some sort of puree or some sort of um, uh, gel that can go in and uh, print. So they are, they are real foods. So people have tried things, purees, like everything from, um, you know, cheeses, fruits and vegetable purees, mashed potatoes, doughs, um, all these kind of things. Um, and, you know, there are already companies or, sorry, restaurants around the world that are starting to use it for culinary purposes, for example. So they will specially plate something that has a 3D structure on it. You know, it's actually three-dimensional. Um, and, in fact, there are, I think there's a restaurant opened in Japan that does 3D printed sushi, for example. So, you know, as this technology develops, you know, it, people are starting to think of ways how do we use it and how do we exploit this so part of your so part of your question about you know where is it going and using molecules and 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 i think the future is looking at uh taking cells so so there is a lot of focus right now on developing what they call bioprinting so in that space they're looking at as you suggested alternative meats uh plant-based meats where you kind of simulate a meat using plant-based proteins and fats and one of the advantages that a 3d printer has is that you physically can place you know plant-based fats and plant-based proteins to create kind of a marble steak structure if you know what i'm saying yeah and they're also doing meat though meat meat right in in terms of stem cells i'm reading about in in japan they they seem to be a leader in this where where they're actually doing meats and then it has to incubate and that seems really far out correct well again the 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 premise there and, and i guess the the reason why a lot of research is being put into this is again regarding kind of more sustainable meats looking at ways that we can produce meats which Culturally, we, you know, a lot of us like eating meat, uh, but how do we do that in a sustainable way? And I get there's there's kind of this pushback from consumers thinking, okay, I really don't want to eat something that's made in the lab. But you know, if you think about food processing, we really don't really think about, you know, where our food comes from for the most part. If we buy packaged food, a lot of that we really don't know how it's really made. So maybe it'll just be time before this becomes accepted. I don't know. Yeah, and it may be how it's made. We don't want to know. <laughs> Maybe you don't want to know. Correct. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, so you're doing a demonstration uh, tomorrow on uh, on printing, uh, 3D food printing. It's at the Food Processing and Development Center in Leduc. What exactly are you going to be doing and who can attend? Uh, why don't we start with like, what exactly you're going to be doing with the demonstration? Yeah, so the, the workshop is kind of consisting of uh, a series of, of lectures. We have uh, an introduction to 3D food printing for those that are really new to it. Um, and we do talk a little bit about some of the research we're doing at the University of Alberta. We're bringing in a speaker from uh, the United States who uh, has a company that's that's actually in this business. And then the demonstration is really uh, a couple of 3D food printers that we have to kind of showcase how it's actually done. It's obviously better when people come and can see what actually is going on. Um, and, and our partners, the Food Process and Development Center, um, is going to showcase some of the other technologies they have available. And this workshop is, is open to businesses, um, so in, the, in everything from food processing to food, food service businesses, 
um, and individuals are welcome as well. Um, I think at this point we're kind of sold out in person, but we do have an online uh, access, so it will be simulcast uh, via webinar. So for those interested, I believe you guys will have uh, a link available. Is that correct? Well, we do have a link just on the information we have, and we'll uh, talk to our producer about putting it out somewhere else. But it's basically sure. it's an Eventbrite uh, ticketing system, and it's introduction to 3D food uh, printing. And so Correct. if you do a search for Eventbrite and look for introduction to 3D food printing, you should be able to find uh, that location, I would think. Excellent. And, John, h- how expensive is this for people who, who may want to get into it and uh, are going to attend this, ser- uh, this um, seminar and uh, demonstration? It must be pretty pricey at this point. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it is. It is. I, the, the, the printers that we have seen commercially available range in price from, you know, thousand dollars to six thousand dollar range, if not more, depending on what it can do. Um, however, as we've seen with the you know plastics printing, three D printing market, you know you can buy a, a plastic three D printer now for less than five hundred dollars. So. I anticipate prices will come down as there's more interest in this area. Uh, but right now, yeah, it's a little bit pricey, but you know, some people might be interested and, and, and I know people that have purchased ones for making chocolates at home, for example. So uh, yeah, the prices will come down, I'm sure. John, uh, sounds fascinating. I love all of really this. And, uh, and uh, Someday I'm going to get my Earl Grey tea hot through a replica. <laughs> and you'll be at the ground floor making that happen. So thank you. You're welcome. And, and it's a great reference, the Star Trek reference. I always use that in my class. So No pressure, though. No yeah, pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. So all I, right. Try and get it done in my lifetime, though, would you? <laughs> I'm running out of time. So pitter-patter. All right. Will do. All right. That's John Walotko, Associate Professor at the Faculty of Agricultural, Life, and Environmental Scientists uh, over at the U of A.